0: Uh, it is the After the Show podcast on KDWB. One of our biggest parts of the After the Show podcast is reading emails because this is instant content yes. from what you might want to talk about. So I appreciate that one. Hello, Tiger Day, Birdwatcher Fallon, Magician steve Ukulele <laughs> Jenny, and Quarantina. <laughs> Keep me anonymous. This is my first time writing in for the Minnesota Goodbye, and I hope you find this long email entertaining. Oh boy, a long one! All email. right, here we go.
2: Get oh ready, because it is a long boy. one. But, you know,
0: should we read it uh, then? Yeah, well, Steve, yeah.
2: there's audio element I think to this one. If you could find it, there is. Yeah. And if
0: you can open this up, Steve, um, uh, I'll, I can hold the yep. microphone up to my computer that speaker. That might be best. Okay. Um, yeah. So either way, let's. I'll just do that. Okay. cool. And okay. It'll, it'll work. I've been listening to your show every day since elementary school. I'm about the same age as Allison, 28. Yes. Please tell her I say congratulations about her baby. I am uh, twerking in the corner with uh, my bottle of wine and hanging out with my best friends and co-workers, a.k.a. stuffed animals. I miss the party life. Yeah, I have my life together. Anyway, appreciate uh, you making us feel comfortable during this uncertain time and telling people to stay inside and prevent the spread of COVID-19. I wanted to share this hilarious video of actor Michael Rapaport. Here is his PSA to social distancing. And I thought all of you would get a kick out of it if you haven't seen it yet. Now, it is... Full of swears.
2: Yeah, I think he has like swears. Samuel L. Jackson too, right? Or at least his uh, something involving him.
1: Michael Rappaport's also known for swearing a lot. He's like from New York, from oh. New York, and he's got that.
2: Oh, it's that has kind of a shtick. Also, and here we go. What up? What up? I know I need a fucking haircut.
1: I'm not even brushing my
3: hair. I'm taking showers. We're going to start seeing PSAs, public service announcements, from celebrities, actors, and musicians today. I was actually asked to do one um, where they say, please stay inside. I'm so-and-so. Please stay inside. I- 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not asking please. I'm telling motherfuckers, stay your little punk, dirty, shit-stained ass inside. Parents, go outside. Grab your fucking kids by the neck if you have sons. Grab your daughters by the fucking, the little wedgie, the little fucking, the panty area, and drag them the fuck inside. (laughs) Alright? Motherfuckers still don't want to listen, and people are like, please come inside. Get your kids, okay? Go get your fucking kids wherever they are. They're not going to hang with their friend. Now you need to get on some tough, old-school 1930s shit. (laughs) Okay, parents, be responsible for your fucking kids, alright? Please stay inside, you guys. You don't understand. Fuck all that. Get your little dirty, fucking grubby, selfish, YOLO, fucking dumb tattooed face in the fucking house. Parents, get your fucking kids. Remember that old PSA back in the 70s? It's 9 a.m. Do you know where your kids are? This shit's 24-7. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Don't ask. Don't be nice. Where are you, Jeff? Donna, uh, Tracy, what are you guys doing? They're out giving motherfuckers diseases and catching diseases. This nice guy shit, it's done. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. I know they're fucking annoying. If you see my kids in the outside, okay, if you see my sons outside, drop kick them in the fucking neck. (laughs) I'm giving you permission. If anybody sees my kids outside, hanging out, gathering, social gathering, you could tell them, your father said, uh-oh, uh, we can kick you in the fucking neck. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Stop asking questions. You'll spoil little shit. You can't be nice to these little motherfuckers anymore. You're going to see these PSAs. I'm not doing it. My PSA is get your fucking ass <laughs> in the house, you little selfish motherfucker, you. This is a... P- yeah. <laughs> okay, and then it cuts off, but... Um, uh- Michael Rappaport also,
1: if you don't know, he has, like I think he was on HBO or Netflix or something on currently, but he was... The cop boyfriend of Phoebe on Friends back in the
0: day,
2: too. Okay. You
0: need
1: to put a face with a name.
2: Yep, that's hilarious.
0: So the email continues. (laughs) Um, uh, Obviously, you can't air this on The Morning Show, but you can share it on the Minnesota Goodbye. Tell people to play this audio next time they see their neighbors walking in a group of 10 Mm -hmm. or hosting a barbecue with 30 people during the social distancing time. Uh, Crossing my fingers, you saw the video first before you read what is written below. Dave, since you are 20% Asian, can you put a... P.S. fucking A on people not to be assholes toward Asians. Yep. Hate crimes on Asians have spiked within the last month. It is true the first case of COVID-19 was found in China, but people shouldn't judge others based on their skin color. Also, I am not Chinese anyway. Everyone is struggling at this time, and can you all remind people to be kinder to each other instead of acting like that bitch Carol Baskin? <laughs> All right, it's my last vent. I promised to finish my bottle of wine with my best friends after this vent. Apparently, they're not great at responding or listening to me, so as a member of one of the Parks and Trails Committee and work in the natural resources industry, I have not left my apartment for a week. Last Friday, I went to grab groceries from my parents and me and when we ran out of food, and that was it. I agree with Fallon to have people explore, explore smaller parks or areas instead of popular places like Stone Arch Bridge. Mm-hmm. Or as Dave mentioned, you can walk around your neighborhood and still practice social distancing from afar. People are super tone deaf, and they're the ones who make me or people who enjoy the outdoors look bad. Here are my recommendations. And she's not oh, done wow. yet. She's got I record. love this. She's doing the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, if you see a ton of people in the park, then turn around and explore another park or go to a di- at a different time. Met Council or another organization gathered data and said folks are typically visiting the parks on the weekends 11 to 3 during the weekdays during the quarantine. Quarantine, Okay, so weekends or 11 to 3 during the weekdays. So go another time. Yeah. Avoid crowds. If you want to avoid a crowd and not sure when to go, uh, go to greatoutdoors.mn.gov. It includes all the parks and trails within the metropolitan area, state parks in Minnesota. You can also filter your search. Or, as Michael Rappaport and Samuel L. Jackson said, stay the fuck at home. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for reading this email. I'm glad to hear everyone is social distancing no in the Space Needle Studio. Yeah, you are Anonymous. setting a great example for everybody listening to the show. Love you so much and stay safe. Thank you. Really good email.
2: Um, Got a message from, like, a buddy this weekend about this, and he said that he and his family just got in the car to drive. They weren't, like, going somewhere specific. It was just to get out of the house and drive. And he said, we did a road trip to St. Croix Falls and back. And as we passed the River Park area, it was packed with people. Oh, yep. He said the, uh, the Franconia Sculpture Garden was packed with people. So all these popular places, everyone is still going and completely packing them.
1: I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. I get that going out for a drive because we, I mean, I, and I was going to ask you guys, we were talking about driving up to Lake Superior and then seeing if there was a park where there's like, nothing going on. But then just basically driving back. We're not going to eat up there or anything. We are going to pack a lunch because we're, like, just to go somewhere. I get it. And 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 trust me, I wanted to go
0: on a motorcycle ride yesterday. Yeah. And so my motorcycle wouldn't start. So I got in the car. I said, I'm leaving this house. One of my favorite dumb, relaxing things to do is go to the park down by Flying Cloud Airport and watch planes take off and land because I love planes. And, yeah. And so um, – and then I thought – here I am violating my own suggestions to people to stay the fuck at home. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, in my mind, there's a difference between packing four or five friends into my car and going down to the park and sitting around next to each other. Um,
3: but there I think a there's, a, there's a difference, right? There is a difference. But at the same time, I'm,
0: I'm driving down there and I'm going... I'm looking at all these people out. And I'm going, stay the fuck at home. And then I look at me, yep, and there I am driving
1: to the park. I think, but you're in the car. I mean, you weren't hanging out in the park. You weren't like setting up a picnic table. But he and, went.
2: He was going to go sit. So I think that this uh, is. I think we're at the point right now, especially since they said this week to not even go to grocery stores and the pharmacy. I think we're at the week right now where, yeah, I know it's you're not. They're not saying you can't do this. It's you know you're going to be fine, but just stay in your neighborhood that's what i think i think yeah. we're unless like we get super desperate for food we're not going to go to the grocery store this week mm-hmm. even though we've been going probably honestly once a week we go to the grocery yeah and um we don't need to go to the pharmacy thankfully yeah. but if we want to go for to get fresh air we're walking around our neighborhood we're not driving somewhere unloading into a public space yep. we're just not and i think that everyone should do that especially for this maybe this and next week
1: yeah
0: Yeah, they they say this is going to be the murderous week. That's my word, not theirs, but just awful, just tragic and sad and a lot of death. And you think about, my gosh, this is really like a war. It's kind of like we are being bombed, and we don't know who is where the next bombs are going to fall or when. We just know that they're probably coming.
1: But what's also scary, though, is that you never hear the bombs. You're never going to hear the airplane. You're never going to hear all that stuff because— it's like, I don't know anyone that's been, that's died of it, but I've seen the numbers. You will though. I but, promise that, that's you, what I'm you will. Saying, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, because, and that's the thing. It's like, but when will that bomb or when will I start but knowing someone? But I think that, you know, the air raid sirens have gone off and You're right.
0: we should be in the shelters instead You're right. of going, I don't see no bombs because if you wait until you see the bombs, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. So, yeah. God, that's a good analogy, Dave. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank I'm you, Dave. hurting myself from patting myself on the back. Um, be so careful. So shel- get in the air raid shelter. Um And, you know, uh, the Queen of England, she's old enough to remember being alive in World War II.
1: She was a mechanic. Was she a mechanic? That's what I heard that she was a mechanic
0: back in World War II. And she said, I mean, back then, the Germans were launching rockets that were not accurately, you know, they didn't have the accuracy back then. They'd land anywhere Mm. in London, anywhere. These big, giant, killer rockets would land on a school, on a playground, on a nursing home, on a grocery store, on your house. And people just really had no idea. They had some air raid sirens, but the Germans were going at them all the time. Mm -hmm. And so they would, like, live in the subways or in a shelter somewhere, and it was terrible.
2: Um, Jake said this – so we've been doing a thing where, like, we'll eat out once a week. And by eat out, I mean grab-to-go food curbside. Yeah. So Saturday we ordered food from um, a great restaurant downtown – or like, it's North Loop. It's Red Rabbit. And he said as he drove down – there are two other really popular restaurants in that area doing it. He said lines of people wrapped around throughout the North Loop of people waiting to get food. He said that they were spaced six feet apart, but he was like, I just can't imagine that's still okay. Uh Uh-uh, can't be. Mm -hmm. No, I I
0: mean, six feet apart, I mean, let's face it, there's no real barrier to make sure everybody is, oh, sorry, walked into your bubble for a minute. He
2: said, and he was like, now granted, he's like, I'm sure they didn't know that. That it was like that. Oh
1: yeah, like when you when you called, you yeah. weren't thinking that. But like,
2: luckily, the place he went, no. he said there wasn't a line. He just was able to grab the food and go. But you know, those are two the two places he mentioned are places we frequent.
1: Well, the governor had food from Red Cow on Saturday or Friday, yeah. Red or Cow some, yeah, yeah. over the weekend. Yeah. So it's like the same thing. Where, I mean, you know, he knows all the rules, and so that's where I think like some people are like, well, if the governor does it.
2: Well, I think no one's saying you can't get to-go food. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't know what how the restaurants can even make it safer. I mean, they're doing what they can by, like, of obviously course. putting tape down on the sidewalks to make people stay six feet yeah. apart. Yeah. Um, and they have to do and – they're doing everything they can to stay afloat. I know, like, this week we're going to have um, a restaurant expert on to talk to them, like, see what it's like and what are the fears and, you know, with everything.
0: I, well, we're still mm-hmm. getting delivery food. And uh, they drop it, and then I get, you know, I get real nervous about them touching the bag and everything mm-hmm. that else has touched the bag yeah. and the styrofoam containers inside. So uh, I did the thing where, and who knows whether it's helping or not, I like to think it does, where you um, uh, touch the outside of the box, yep. you scrape it onto a plate, you throw the box in the trash, and you immediately wash your hands. So anything that you've touched that the driver or the workers were touching, you wash your hands before you try to eat anything. And does it, Take care of every little instance. Uh-huh. Probably not. Uh-huh. There's probably, probably not. a step that I'm missing. Uh. But at least you get to try something. I know. Yeah. I,
1: mean, I know people that, like uh, Christy, for example. We got a package from Amazon and a package from Target over the weekend. And she wouldn't like not let it get in the house she'd like lysol it first and really? I have friends that had like to go food they lysoled it and the kids could taste the lysol see
2: that you, that's what I'm afraid of like I'm afraid that I'm being irresponsible because I'm not wiping off bags and lysoling like my boxes I'm, I, I'm I'm not yeah I'm bringing them in I open the box I take I, I actually have an um, gotten a lot of things in the mail, thankfully. But like the couple of boxes I've gotten from Amazon I haven't done that.
1: Yeah, I mean we've we lice all it. I mean, Christy even went as far as the Lysol. mail the mail box person not the mailbox but the postman. When they dropped it off, she made me look on the ring cam to make sure they were wearing gloves. And And what uh, good does it do, though?
0: I I know. That's the thing. It doesn't do any good if they're wearing gloves and touching dirty mail all day. Yeah, Yeah. and they're
2: touching their face or they're touching. Like they showed, Mm -hmm. um, someone posted, another morning show posted a picture of a guy wearing his gloves in the grocery store, and he's eating Cheetos out of a bag with the gloves. And they're like, are you blanking kidding me? That defeats
1: the purpose. But
0: can I just tell you, it's shocking that we have raised or we've produced Such a fraction, such a percentage of society of stupid people. I don't know what it is about our overprivileged society where Mm -hmm. there's no consequences for being a dumb motherfucker. Like (laughs) Michael Rappaport said. Like he
2: did, yeah, he did.
0: There's really Mm -hmm. so little consequences for being a dumb motherfucker. And I know a lot of dumb motherfuckers, and they think they are the smartest person in the room. And you and I have talked about some of the dumb motherfuckers that I've told you guys about, and don't they always think they're the smartest person in the room? Yeah, usually. They do. And the smartest people, I think here's how you know you're smart. When you look around, you go, "Uh, I think I'm pretty smart, but I don't know everything. I definitely don't know as much as this person over here. I don't know as much as Dr. Fauci. I don't know as much as this person. I feel dumb constantly. Oh, yeah. I'm Well, because you're a smart person. No, I'm not. But the dumb motherfuckers who think some of the excuses that I have seen – For being out with a pack of people riding motorcycles and the fucking stupid excuses they Mm -hmm. use and how they say it's all a government conspiracy and we're all a bunch of sheep and then they throw out that line that I hate. Do your homework. Mm-hmm. Do your research. Get educated. Get educated. It's like what? From your stupid fucking friend on Facebook. Yeah. How's mm-hmm. my Michael
1: Michael Rapaport impression? Pretty good. It's the, Pretty uh, good. You need to do a call... different word. Yeah. Shit stains. Yeah,
2: shit stains.
1: Um these um <laughs> these cum dumpsters. Can I use <laughs> that cum one? Dumpster. Oh, yeah, these that's walking right. <laughs> yeah, these walking cum dumpsters, which actually I just reminded me, yesterday, my wife, when we were out, we were taking the dogs for a walk, and there's people, a couple in the front yard, and some guy. In like a Corvette, I think it is, pulled up and him and somebody else. And they were kind of socially distant, but it's almost like they came to visit with their Corvette. And then they revved out of the neighborhood. And my wife said, little dick! <laughs> as, as so I'm like, and of course me, I'm the one standing there. It's the kind of thing where it's like she makes those comments. Because, yeah, she's right. They weren't social distancing. They were being assholes in our neighborhood. Yeah. But I'm at the same time like, they're going to hit me though. <laughs>
2: They're going to think I was the one that yelled it. Don't get me in trouble. I'm afraid of people. Help me. I'm scared. Are we out of time, Steve?
1: Yeah, we're out of time.
2: Okay. okay. Dave was plugging in his computer. It was dying.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We didn't get to all the emails today, so we'll get to some more tomorrow on the Minnesota Goodbye. Yeah, you but motherfucker. It, you motherfucker. Come on, say it, Fallon.
2: <laughs> Come on, Fuck Fallon. you. You
0: fucking shit-stained cum dumpster. (laughs) Fuck you in the ass.
2: I prefer cunt Dracula. What? Cunt Dracula. Okay, thank (laughs) you so much.
0: (laughs) You're disgusting, Fallon.
2: Thank you.